0: Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the iFeatures podcast, a series where we're documenting the journeys of 12 teams of emerging filmmaking talent from across the UK. Out of nearly 800 applications, a select few were invited to pitch their project to executives from Creative England, the BFI, and BBC Films. And the successful 12 teams invited onto the iFeatures programme have since attended two separate Storylab workshops in Manchester and Liverpool learning from a variety of experts in script development, writing and film production. They then went away and developed their initial film treatments further, with some also beginning first-draft screenplays. In this episode, we're back at another lab for a series of workshops. This time, we're focusing on the many facets of a director's role on a film. The kinds of things that they must consider when developing and shooting what for most of them on the programme will be their very first feature film. It's Monday morning and the teams are all together once again, this time in sunny Leeds. The Director's Lab kicks off with a quick check-in to see how all the teams have been getting on. It's been almost two months since the teams were all last together at the second story lab in Liverpool. And as we heard on the last episode, several of the teams have now begun writing their first draft screenplays, whilst others are ironing out much more comprehensive treatments and beat sheets. But what the teams have not yet fully explored on the programme is how best to approach their projects as a director.
1: So we're in Leeds for the Director's Lab and day one was all about um, meeting with heads of departments.
0: This is Jude Lister. My Features Project Manager at Creative England. Jude essentially facilitates the running of the whole programme, from setting up each of the labs and workshops to arranging and aligning mentors to the filmmakers. And as she just said, day one of this lab was all about our directors getting to meet some heads of department, or HODs.
1: So we had some really, really great HODs in, including sound designers. We had Alex Joseph in. He's got a very well-established reputation in the sound department. His latest feature film credits include Under the Shadow and 47 Meters Down. We had in Sarah Finley, who's a production designer. And she's actually worked on The Leveling, which was an iFeatures film amongst many, many others, of course. We had in Dan Winch, who is a producer, and he actually started his career as a first assistant director. So we were kind of asking him about his expertise in terms of running a set. We had in Shaheen Baig, who's a casting director, a renowned casting director. She's worked with filmmakers such as Peter Strickland and Ben Wheatley and also Idris Elba on his directorial debut, Yardi. And we had Vanessa Taylor, who is a colourist, who now works in-house at Molinaire, who's a very impressive credit list. And yeah, they were all um, just chatting to our filmmakers about their projects, really. They had been briefed in advance about the projects and it was good to get into the nitty-gritty because this lab is all about the craft of directing, but also the very, very important collaborations with heads of departments and how crucial those are. So it's really good, even though they're mostly at first script draft stage or potentially at treatment or, or maybe second draft, and it feels quite early, I think it's actually really useful to have those conversations early on and get them thinking about those things. So I think they all definitely took a lot away from it.
0: Many of the directors on this year's programme are going from making short films or commercials to then directing their very first feature film. This will undoubtedly carry with it some challenges. The scale of the project might well be something they've never experienced. The vast array of responsibilities and roles in different departments means that there will be several other members of the filmmaking team still to be attached to the project. And learning to collaborate with all of these HODs is crucial for our directors.
1: I mean, film is such a collaborative medium. You cannot make a film unless you're on an absolutely tiny budget just filming it yourself. And um, when you're talking about moving to feature films, you know, you're talking about how important getting the right people on board is and how important it is to have a good communication with them. So it, the role of the director. The collaboration element of it is so, so important. So, you know, it's a really, really crucial thing to touch on in these labs for the directors and for the teams in general.
0: The second day of the lab started with an interactive session in which our iFeatures directors shared some short clips from films that have inspired them or from one of their own shorts that they felt best expressed their directorial voice.
1: That was a really nice way to start off the day just kind of basically just talking about cinema and uh, the emotions that are provoked by specific pieces and scenes and characters and moments. I think the common thread was that they were all looking at specific moments that, as one of the directors put it, were the beating heart of the story. And I found that really interesting in that they all gravitated towards those kinds of clips. And then we had a couple which were... There was one music video and one music promo so those on the other hand were telling a big story or a lot about one character in a very very short space of time without dialogue so we had those in the mix as well
0: whilst our directors are still finding their own unique voice they'll also soon start to work with other hod's that have a style of their own and quite often it's the director of photography that has the closest creative partnership with the director, sharing a common vision in the making of
2: a film. I'm Robbie Ryan. I'm a, what would you call me, a cinematographer, cameraman, DOP. Uh, I guess those things cover the the name. And uh, yeah, I've been making films. I love making feature films. And yeah, really been blessed to work with nice people and hopefully it'll keep going that way. The last 25 years has seen cinematographer
0: Robbie Ryan work with a vast array of different directors, all with various different approaches to the filmmaking process. From Andrea Arnold and Ken Loach to Noah Baumbach and Stephen Frears, they all have different ideas and visions that Robbie has aligned with. He explained what exactly the role of DOP or cinematographer is.
2: Their role in a film is to sort of realize a director's vision, I guess you could say, which is a bit grandiose to say that. But, um, you know, a director tends to have a need for collaborators or people who can facilitate what they need. So whether it be a costume designer or a production designer or a cinematographer, they are the people that deal with something a director kind of can't cover themselves or, you know, likes to extend and collaborate toward that part of the job. So cinematography is probably quite a close thing with a director because they're on set with him a lot of the time, whereas a costume designer and a production designer would be maybe a bit more not so on set as much, whereas a DP and a director tend to be by the nature of shooting process close together. So, you know, that becomes quite a close, uh, you know, relationship. A cinematographer is there to try and help realise the vision of the director.
0: In order for a director to be able to successfully make a film, there's obviously a whole host of technical capabilities that are required. But in order to get the best out of everybody they are working with, Robbie highlights one attribute in particular
2: that a director needs. Humanity is good. <laughs> if, you're, if you're good with people, it tends to be, uh, you know, a, a help. Because sometimes, you know, it depends on the type of films you get made, but like, I've been blessed with making films with people who are very much people orientated and they like people and they kind of want to involve humanity and characters into things. And so, you know, that's a good start because then you're, you know, it's easy er to talk to people and to kind of, to talk to the director and they, they're good at with being social in a way. It's a very social business. So if you're isolating in a, in that kind of business, uh, difficult to kind of get your ideas across so if if, and i've met directors and worked with some directors who are a bit more like harder they don't find it so you know first nature to be able to kind of say what they're they want to do and you kind of gotta sometimes you become the voice for them or you know you try and help them you know vocalize what they're doing and but the ones i've worked with where they're like they're inclusive and they're very friendly tend to be the directors that you're drawn back to because they're really kind of they're they're enjoyable to work with you have to have fun if you're not having fun with any of this then you're kind of in the wrong business
0: also on day two our filmmakers had an in conversation session with director joanna hogg joanna has directed four feature films her work undoubtedly has a distinctive style unique to her with naturally lit extended shots from fixed camera points being particularly characteristic. Her cinematic voice is recognisable throughout her work. And it was great for our directors to hear her thoughts about manifesting a vision out of the written script.
1: And then after that, we went into a conversation with Joanna Hogg, who was really, really brilliant at talking through her process in a really detailed way and how she doesn't necessarily stick to a script format when she's developing a film. She allows herself a lot more freedom in the way that she develops the story and doesn't necessarily want to stick to a written script. It's really interesting for our filmmakers to hear from somebody like that at this stage because they're all heads in scripts at the moment so it can help them maybe lift themselves out of that and see the bigger picture in a way.
0: And the day was rounded off with a session run by composer Jim Williams and music supervisor Phil Canning. They took the group through their respective roles, the craft of scoring a film, as well as securing the use of existing pieces of music. Many of the projects on this year's programme have music playing quite an important role in the film, and so our directors really benefited from learning some of the intricacies and logistics of music in film. The final day of the director's lab was a little more hands-on. It had been arranged that some actors would be brought in for the directors to meet with and chat through their projects and any particular scenes they're currently working on. It might seem a little early to be bringing in actors, but this wasn't anything to do with casting, but instead for the directors to get used to communicating their ideas on these specific projects, and also to get a feel of how the words on the page are being interpreted it was a chance for them to see for the very first time some of the scripts they are still currently developing be brought to life. At the end of the day, I caught up with one of this year's writer-directors, Dean Puckett, to hear how it had gone.
3: I mean, it feels a bit strange to work on scenes when you're in a draft. And if I was honest, it felt a bit counterintuitive when I started working with the actors on scenes where I'm only three quarters of the way through the draft. However, I've actually found it really useful, and I'm going to rewrite some of the scenes. There were subtle differences, but, you know, watching a human being say the words. What's that famous thing Harrison Ford said on the step of Star Wars to George Lucas? He's like, you can write this shit, but I certainly can't say it, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you start to realise that, oh, hang on, that's way too on the nose, that. How about we say this, because you're not saying the thing that you mean. And that's always way more interesting in a film and also you start to really draw out the the story that's underneath the things that are being said because in a good scene the people are saying stuff, but the thing if, if it's a good scene I believe that the the real meaning of the scene is almost left unsaid a lot of the time and that's that unsaid element of the, the scenes I've been playing with today especially is the thing that you can really really start to draw out when you watch actors sitting in silence together, for example, and, and, a, and a thought is hanging in the air. And so
0: that's been really helpful. And that's something that I'm assuming you haven't really been able to see yeah. until it's very, it is sort of performed.
3: Exactly. Outside. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to do that. You know, you, you think it, but you, when you see it, mm. it
0: makes a massive difference. Have um, you seen any words that you've put down on the page be interpreted differently to how you expected them to be um not
3: really it's actually been nice to see that the words are it works basically that actually you know give or take a few things the way they're talking to one another feels right and feels better than i'd even imagined actually especially there's this scene between the pastor and his and maggie and they kind of have a an auto they clash and I was a bit worried about how I'd written the scene, but when I'm watching them play it and I completely buy it. I believe it. And that's because we, we did a lot of work and we talked about who they were and It's the same way with actors on any project actually. I'm just sort of taking this as a little self contained exercise and it's um it's been a fun
0: process, yeah. It sounds like you've had the best of both worlds. You've had some realisations where you thought, Oh, I'd like to tweak that, I'd like to make an amend here to that scene yeah. or rewrite this part. Yeah. And then there have been other scenarios which have played out in front of you by these actors and you've been reassured that you're Absolutely. going down the right path with what you've written so far.
3: Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly it.
0: Yeah, 100%. Being pleasantly surprised appears to have been a theme over the last three days. Our teams have all been pretty engrossed in the development of their scripts up until now. This lab really did help remind them all that it's useful to take a step back every now and again to see the bigger picture how exactly their films will be taken off the page and head into production. These considerations might just help steer them in the right direction in this development phase. Director Chika Anadu is another of our filmmakers I was able to catch up with and hear what she was able to take away from the lab.
4: When we were told and when we were sent the schedule about seeing or having HODs here, I just, I, honestly, I thought, I was skeptical. I thought, what is the point of this, you know? But I was so pleasantly surprised by all their insights and things I never thought about with regards to how the film would be made. And this is me who has actually made a feature, but um, things specifically to do with a girl because it was that specific. All the information they give us and all the advice we we're given. For example, with uh, sound design, we were talking about what kind of music we wanted. And I was like, well, I think it's gonna be kind of quiet. And he was like, well, then, you know, then sound is even more super important. And thinking about the fact that they live in a building that is falling fallen apart around them. So <laughs> water dripping down. And, and I thought about the fact that, you know, they could have bowls around, you know, like metal bowls and plastic bowls. So the sounds that they make when they drop in and, you know, and I wouldn't have thought of that if we're not having music. Each space and each character should have sounds that we associate with them.
0: Listening to Chica you realise the visualisation and interpretation of the script can be so vivid even at this early stage. That picture that a director is piecing together in their mind will help them start to think about how they want to shoot certain scenes, what colours and lighting will work, and even the sound that water makes when it drips into a metal bowl. It's also useful at this early stage to start considering some of the logistics of production.
4: And also, with regard to casting, because we have kids, and you know we have a, a scene in the film that perhaps may prove controversial, and because of that we 're discussing how you could sell this um, idea to the parents of the kids or of the child, so you know they 're on board and they don 't feel uncomfortable and um, yeah, so it was interesting thinking about things like that and um, we went away, certainly Adura and I went away quite excited and with a better idea, a better view as to how to approach um, not just the writing, but how we speak to people moving forward about, about it, HODs in the future and, and all of that. Yeah.
0: While Chika continues to develop her vision and how the production for Girl will take shape, the writer of the film, Adura, is back at the desk working on the screenplay. I gave her a quick ring to see how things were coming along.
5: I come from a theatre background, so so this is the first time, I mean, I've written a short film, but this is the first time I've written a full screenplay. So for me, it's a it's a massive learning curve, as well as being super exciting. And, you know, it's still been a challenge, and I think what's brilliant is that it's a really supportive environment in terms of, Everybody's going through the process of creating and writing and imagining, you know, and bringing their sort of stories to life. And so we're all in the same boat. Um, I think there's a lot of support in that, actually.
0: Whereabouts are you in terms of your development of the treatment or first draft? Whereabouts are you along the line?
5: We really went through a step-by-step process with it. So when we started at Eye Features, we had the treatment. We revised the treatment a couple of times and then went from the treatment to a beat sheet or a scene-by-scene, which i have never done before and which was amazing. And now I'm in the middle of converting that scene-by-scene into a first draft. I know that a lot of people went straight from treatment to writing first draft. But I really want, like I said, I've never written for film before, so I really wanted to go through all the steps and, uh and it's been fascinating actually going through that process and so the hope is to uh, get the first draft in in the next couple of weeks and to get feedback from the eye features execs by the end of November or the beginning of December.
0: Uh, I was able to speak to chica at the director's lab and we had a really good catch up and she came away from the the director's lab feeling sort of really positive and she didn't mind admitting surprisingly so actually because she certainly had some degree of trepidation going in and wondering how beneficial were certain sessions going to be and she seemed to come away really positively from it
5: that's great it's great to be surprised by something and it's great to it's great that ify just continues to challenge us all you know i think that's the real mark of quality isn't it we're all going to be better coming out of it than we went going in
0: On the next episode of the iFeatures podcast, we'll be exploring the mind-boggling world of a film producer.
3: When you get to the Oscars, you know, the best film gets picked up by the producer, right? It's like that for a reason, because actually for the whole film, it's, it's very much the kind of producers and endeavour. And they have to look after everything and they have to deliver everything and they have to take responsibility and accountability mm. for absolutely everything.
0: The Producers Lab is the final set of workshops our filmmakers will attend all together on the iFeatures programme. They'll be getting advice from post-production supervisors, editors, distribution executives, sales agents, release strategists and Oscar-winning producers. All of which know exactly how to get a film from script to screen and something our teams will soon find out. Thank you for listening to the episode. I've been your host, Andy Johnson. If you'd like to get in touch about anything you've heard on the podcast or to share your thoughts on the series, we can be found on Twitter at iFeaturesUK. And please do leave us a review and rating on your podcast app, as this really helps us to become more discoverable so more people can learn about film development. Don't forget to subscribe to the series in your podcast app and then next month's episode will just drop right into your feed when it's released. podcast is brought to you by Creative England, a national body that invests in creative talent and businesses across film, TV, games and digital media to help turn ideas into reality. This series was created and produced by Tonality Media and hosted by me, Andy Johnson. iFeatures is led by Creative England and supported by BBC Films, Screen Skills and made possible through National Lottery funding from the BFI. You can find more information about the programme and the final 12 filmmaking teams on the iFeatures and Creative England websites.